0: Hey, I'm Ori, and I'm Naz, and this is the Soul Sisters Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to the Soul Sisters Podcast. It's your girl, Ori, and I'm Naz, and today we will be reviewing the Risley, the sooniest show ever. (laughs) Yes, June Ho, June Ho. Also the saddest
1: but yes oh my
0: gosh yeah we're gonna get to that later but mm, this is first <laughs> of all before we even get started y'all this is like the first historical drama that Naz actually enjoyed I know I mentioned this a little bit <laughs> in our how did we get here episode but Naz is not like historical drama y'all I don't know and why. No, I can't um, I still can't believe I found a historical drama that I loved
1: like from the beginning, I was like, uh-oh, this is a good one. <laughs> I really like feel like, like this it's, one.
0: it was the power of June Hill, because this has a lot of historical drama tropes to me. The performances are A1, though. Like, they're really good, though.
1: Yeah, I think. I think it was because it was, like, character-driven, and, like, I felt like a lot of historical dramas, I honestly just get very confused with the politics, and it just goes over mm. my head, and I get so caught up in trying to understand every little thing that I just like, oh, my gosh, I'm confused. But this show is, like, Aww. really is, like, you know like Junho and Lisa Young are like front and center the whole time so like I could just focus on them,
0: them. but yeah That's true. I
1: you guys have reached a new level of my key drama watching I finally found a historical drama <laughs> a new level. so hopefully there are others that I find
0: along the way <laughs> I'm so proud of you I'm so proud <laughs> but yes today we are going to be reviewing our one of our faves from that completed this year, actually, The Red Sleeve, yeah. even though it started last year. Um, yeah. And if you haven't listened to Our Beloved Summer, we actually go through our categories and we're going to introduce them in this episode too. But if you need further clarification on them, please go back and listen to that.
1: But yes. as
0: always, with our full K-drama reviews, we start with our K-catch-up. And Naz, what is going on, girl? What are you watching? What are you listening to?
1: <laughs> so yeah, I literally have been so just, just I'm literally drowning in just all the February shows. Mm-hmm. I've been watching 2521 Forecasting Love and Weather and 39 and I love them all. Like I have Aww. never had like I've never like watched three weekly dramas like at the same time and I like love them all the same. So it's just like I don't wow, know it's how possible. I don't know how I'm doing it either there's literally like each each day has a drama like literally the only free day is Friday <laughs> That's so, true. so
0: and then like like a business, once the business proposal, proposal starts pay. yeah it's gonna be
1: every day it's gonna be Monday Tuesday Wednesday Thursday and then it's gonna be Friday off the Saturday Sunday
0: <laughs> this is literally a job like literally
1: <laughs> it's literally a job but it's so fun like the, the shows are all so good um twenty five, twenty one really surprised me because i wasn't really expecting to like that one as much as i actually do but like i yeah. love it but like oh. the one that surprised me the most like is forecasting love and weather like Sometimes. the fact that i actually am obsessed with that show like i did not expect to like it and i i, I love it <laughs> it's
0: the
1: power it's, of the bang yeah it caught us it caught us by surprise because we both ended up liking it. we didn't expect to so it's just like wait what's yes. happening
0: <laughs> yes i just i really can't believe it actually i cannot <laughs> believe it yeah i think the the same thing kind of from well never mind let me rewind i'm not watching all three shows if you guys listen to our lover list it's just too much going on for me, um, <laughs> but I did hold up my promise, Naz, and I'm watching episode three. I'm sorry, episode two of all of them. I did watch. I didn't finish twenty five twenty one episode two, but mm-hmm. everything's fine. Um, I like Naz said. I fell in love with forecasting love and weather too. I really look forward to those episodes every weekend. Yeah, um, but thirty nine is just it's it's my show right now. I uh, yeah. I don't thirty nine is so I good. Feel like, yeah, we, when we were talking about it in Lover List, like we knew what was going to happen from the trailers. You knew, her, well, well, that's another thing. Me and Naz, we <laughs> thought we, well, I knew who the terminally ill person was, spoiler, but it's not really spoiled because it's in the trailer. Um, <laughs> so I knew who it was. I thought me and Naz were on one accord, but come to find out, we weren't on one accord. Um, no, nope. but everything's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I thought maybe knowing that, you already kind of know it's like a underlining sadness instead of show, but I don't know. When stuff started happening, I'm just like, why am I getting so emotional? I already know what's happening, but mm-hmm. I think it's just the performances that, like, we're going to talk about today. 39 just has, like, A-list performances so far yeah. in, to me, and it's still early in the show, so I just love it. Yeah. It's a great love cast,
1: it. and it's a really great story, so kind of just seeing the journey, even though you already know the end, seeing the journey is, like, it, I, you, you just know it's going to be really good. So
0: I'm looking for. I definitely look forward to yes. that show every week. So, yeah. And I do it want really to say directions. I came mainly for Sonya Jen and, and even, like, the women as a whole, like, their friendship. But the performances by the men is just what's getting me.
1: Yeah. They're all really good. It just, it ended yeah. up, I don't know. It was, like, you. I thought the show was going to be one thing. And it ended up kind of being something different. So, like, I really. Yeah. It's a pleasant surprise. Honestly, all these shows kind of, like. I kind of went in with these preconceived notions and they all like smashed whatever notions I had. So oh no. I'm enjoying them. They're really good.
0: Yes. <laughs> yes. Stay tuned. We'll try to keep up to date on our social media and how we're feeling about them. But yes. yes. That is our
1: K Ketchup. All right. Woo. So like we said, we are going to be discussing the red sleeve. So or y'all give us the rundown. What is this show about?
0: Yes, so your rundown today comes courtesy of Rakatin Vicky oh with God. edits with edits because Vicky is basically swollen the whole show with their dangling synopsis <laughs> um but anyway, warning listeners, if you haven't watched the show, do not read the synopsis and Vicky, I have modified it in Korea. <laughs> In Korea, during the first half of the 1700s, Isan, played by Lee jun Ho, is an aloof and perfect loving young prince. His father's killing haunts him, although it leaves him in the position to take the throne once his grandfather, the cruel and ruthless current king responsible for Isan's father's death, dies. At court, he meets a young woman named Song Dokima, played by Ie Seyoung. Isan falls in love with her and then tries to convince her to become his official concubine. But Song Dokema is strong-willed and free-spirited. She is also intelligent enough to understand that becoming a royal consort to the future king is a prestigious role, but one that will restrict her freedom and likely bring her little in the way of joy. Okay, that was from Vicky.
1: (laughs) Probably.
0: Thank you. The story just follows them both through the trials and tribulation of the war in the kingdom, the palace, and the war burning in their hearts for one another. It's loosely based on the 2017 novel, The Korean Translation of the Red Sleeve, which is basically, I'm going to butcher this. I apologize to the Korean listeners. Atsame Boguen Kokdong. I don't know. I've, I've tried. I'm trying. I'm <laughs> trying. <laughs> and that was written by Kong gong and again, just reiterating, the stars is Jung Junho, and he plays Esan He was in Walk of Love and Just Between Lovers. Also, he's in 2PM. Come on,
2: mm-hmm. hottest,
0: you know. Yeah. Um, and then Song Do-ke-ma, um, played by Lee Se Young, and she was starred in Crown Clown, and then some other roles that she was in. But that's the major role she was in and also just has so many other legends in it as well but yes that is the run zone yay so Naz with all that being said what were your first impressions of the red sleeve so um,
1: in our intro episode I talked about how I don't like historical dramas Mm -hmm. but I had heard about um, this show like well just online like drama beans like reddit and like even Royale saying that she tuned in every week and she really liked it and I was like I'm really curious about yeah. it and I was like I really want to watch it like the premise of the show like seemed really good and I, I like I was like hey like I kind of want to watch it so I was like went into it really hoping that like I, I loved it and I was like, okay like maybe this is going to be a historical drama that I like and I just I just it was just calling my name to like watch the show so I watched episode mm. one and I was like oh my gosh I love it like I, I sent a <laughs> message like I love the show. Like, I feel like I finally found a historical drama. I love, like, oh my gosh. Now, then
0: you skimmed through it as well first because you were like, oh, I was just gonna look through it and see if I would like it. And then that was like way before you actually watched it. Yeah, that was one. like way remember? before
1: I actually watched it. Yeah. yeah. But I didn't I didn't get any intel really when I skimmed through it. I was like, I'm gonna have to come okay. back to this later. Okay. But I finally when I finally like watched it, I was like, oh wow, like I really like this a lot. Um and it was refreshing to see like a character-driven historical drama like of course it still had like a lot of politics like historical dramas do but mm-hmm. i felt like the at the at its core the central story was between like dokim and Nisan like those were the main mm-hmm. people that were like focused on so i really really liked that it was character-driven and like because when, to, when there was mm-hmm. too many politics i get confused and i lose interest and i can't <laughs> That's what happened with Mister Sunshine. It's like I I wanted to like be invested, but I was confused. So like I loved how yeah. it was like, fo- like focused on the characters and their relationships. Um, so yeah, I really enjoyed that aspect of it. So yes,
0: what about you? Aww. I was in a historical drama phase during this time. Um, King's Affection, Seeker, Royal Inspector. It was just too much all at once. Um, I think by the time I watched The Red Sleeve, I had already dropped secret royal inspector or i wasn't feeling that one and i was just mm-hmm. watching the king's affection um but i don't know i wasn't really all that excited i didn't know who junho was mm-hmm. i wasn't a part of hottest yet mm-hmm. um yeah i didn't i wasn't really excited but there was a lot of like korean fans that were very like hyped for it i'm guessing they read the novel yeah which i'm gonna get into as we go along this the novel is just it's good, but it's, it's like, really good, especially yeah. with watching the drama. But, yeah, I wasn't really all that hype. But after I saw Junho episode two, I was like, who is this man? And then I went on, like, a whole <laughs> 2 p.m. spree. And then I was like, oh, my god, I love Junho. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I was I was intrigued. And then I just kept watching every week because I was like, what is happening? What is Junho going to do? Right. I loved it. But yeah, Absolutely. That's kind of how I felt.
1: Yeah. I remember like when, um, I was about to say when Juno, <laughs> when Oriel <laughs> told me about the show, she was like, "Oh, like Juno's face, Juno's face, Juno, Juno, Juno." I didn't know anything about Juno. Like, I didn't know we like didn't. Him, 2 p.m. I didn't know anything. Mm-mm. And then she was like, she would send me like videos from like the variety show he was on called like Home Alone, and I like yeah. literally watched like all like 30 clips on YouTube. Like, I watched them all. She was like, "Have you seen this one?" I was like, "I've seen them all. Like, I've seen them all." <laughs> and like, she did. I was like, "Oh," and this was even before I like i watched the show and then like i didn't i didn't know like i, I didn't put it two and two together that he was in 2 p.m because i only knew that the one guy that was in 2 p.m that was in what's wrong with secretary kim like chan sung like i knew that he was in a lot of dramas and then i knew like Taekyon was in Vincenzo, yeah. but i didn't know like anything about anybody else i was in the group so then when i started looking into yeah. like 2 p.m i was like oh and then i started watching the show and i was like i think i'm in love with this man <laughs> <laughs> like i
0: should <laughs> You kept saying that over and over again. I was like, oh my gosh, she really likes Every him. episode, like, <laughs> yeah, he's he's oh great. My gosh. Um, yeah. but yeah, it was it was great. Yeah.
1: But yeah. Um, so I guess next we can go into like our faves, like our fave characters, and then like everyone yes. leading up into our, our main leads, of course. So I
0: do wanna um, say <laughs> if you haven't watched the drama, watch oh yes. it.
1: spoil the alert. Yeah, spoiler alert. <laughs>
0: Pause and come back, okay? Okay. Yeah, we're doing a deep dive,
1: so don't go any further. Than yes, this point.
0: you've been yes. warned. <laughs> okay. You've been warned, y'all. You've but been. But yes,
1: warned. let's talk about our faves, our fave characters. So, you want to go first?
0: Yes, I'm guessing we're saving the main event for last for this yeah. person. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess I'll start with Court Lady So. Yes, Um, she's my first one, too. I love her. So I love historical dramas. I don't think I mentioned this. um, Well, I mentioned it in our intro episode, but I love historical dramas. And this lady be in historical... She be in dramas, period, actually. Mm -hmm. So so let me just say She's in a
1: lot of shows.
0: Yes. And she she brought, like, this character to life for me and very, like, complex. She wasn't, like, very monotone or anything. Mm -hmm. Everybody actually... That's what I'm saying. Everybody in here brought complexities. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just loved just focusing more on her character right now. How much of a mother figure she was to doke And just like... Yeah. Even after she, from her perspective, was seeing them fall in love, she wasn't never like, stop doing this. So she always was yeah. just, just asking her for like her perspective. Like, why don't you want to be with him? Like, mm-hmm. will you be okay with that? And then like respecting her decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, truly just a mom to her. Yes. Yeah. You said you
1: yeah. had her too? Yeah, yeah, like totally. For all those same reasons. Um, I just love how, like, again, she was comic relief. Um, She was so <laughs> loyal. Like, whenever, like, something was going down, like, she was near, she was at Dokim's side. Like, she was always there. And I just, yeah. And she was just, like, so loyal. Um, And again, like, that mother figure for Dokim and, like, the other court yeah. ladies in training as well. So, yeah, I really, really, really liked her a lot.
0: Me too. Um, yeah. Who else you have?
1: I had the Royal Guardsman. Yes, <laughs> me too. Had <Have laughs> yes. to have him. He was so awesome. Again, he was comic relief as well. He was really funny. Um, extremely loyal. Yes. And like, I loved like there was this one scene that like I think it was a part when um the the intruders had come to the palace and like they were like shooting up the place and um you know the Royal Gu- the Royal Guardsman was with and and he was just like, okay, he was just like, if we make like, if we make it out of this, and he was like, can, mm-hmm. I, can I have a drink with you? And then he was like, of course you can. And he was like, okay, like, I'd be honored. I'd love that so much. And like, he was oh like, okay, goodness. let's, let's keep fighting. But like, he was like, by his side, like, till the end, like, literally, yeah. that was like, a, he was like his brother. And it was just yeah. really great to see their relationship. But yeah, I really, really liked him. He's one of my faves.
0: Me too. I had him as well. He's another comic relief character. Mm-hmm. He's a little of, aloof, but like you said, very loiter- loyal. Mm-hmm. Was mm-hmm. literally a ride or die for Isan. Yes. I was here for it. Because somebody needs to really protect him. Yes, Because Isan had a lot of enemies. Exactly. Yeah. I also have Dokem's friend group. Oh my gosh, Bok-yung. like, why are
1: you in my head? Like, everything we have is like
0: in order. It's like in the same order. Really? Yes. Oh like, I had Me too. Dokem's OMG. besties. Me too. Yes. Me too. <laughs> Bokyong, Gunky, and Younghee. Yes. They are just like the tribe. Like, yes. literally sisters. And I mm-hmm. love. And historical drama, sometimes it kind of plays up on the times, which I mean, of course, it needs to. It's like set in a p- particular time frame, but their friendship just felt so realistic to me. And so like it could be present time, exactly. like friendship, um, if that makes sense. And like, I feel like it was a realistic depiction of what a girl group is like mm-hmm. we won't be here for you like we love exactly. you we love we like lo- we like boys we shouldn't be liking exactly like, we do things that we regret and stuff like that so yeah you say you had them yeah too.
1: yeah i totally agree basically everything you said like i can't really even add anything to it like yeah i love the fact that they were literally a sisterhood and they like took care of each other they looked after each other they advocated mm-hmm. for each other yeah i thought they were like a really great friend group they was like they're like one of my favorite friend groups i think i've seen like in me a too. show like they're it me was too. a really really nice group
0: yeah. um mm.
1: my next one might be a little weird but like stay with me
0: <laughs> i'm scared i have a weird one too so it's yeah
1: fine. so i had the queen
0: um, the, so okay, like yeah
1: yeah isan's <laughs> grandfather's like wife Okay, um, i listening. So for most of the show, I really liked her. Like, I thought that she was, like, really strong. She was fair. And she, like, followed the rules. And she also helped Isan out a lot. Like, she came to his aid a lot in, like, the first
2: mm-hmm.
1: probably 75% of the show. Like, she would kind of be the mm-hmm. one to, like, you know, consult with the king and be mm-hmm. like, okay, like, please reconsider or, you know, things like that. But she got super annoying at the end like she got I don't know if it's power tripping or what but she Mm -hmm. got super annoying at the end Um, but like for most of the show I actually really did like her because like yeah she was like strict and stuff but like I feel like she wielded her power in a fair way and she helped Yisan a lot and that's why I liked her. Yeah. So, yeah, I it's uh, a bit controversial, but
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I was trying, I tried my best because I really wanted to put his son's mother. Because I mean, she had very moments where I was just like, girl, but then she had some moments where she was trying to point him in the right direction and say, like, right, I what you want. But it's right. also just the royal family members, they are just like too powery, yeah, I don't know what the word is they're, com- they're
1: complicated people, they're like they yes. were very complicated people.
0: I couldn't put them down for my faves,
1: yeah.
0: What about you? I have baby dokem Oh, um, yes. Yes. I When I was rewatching and I watched episode one, which honestly, when I first watched the show, episode one wasn't all of that to me. Um, I don't know. I like the like child characters and like child story sometimes, but yeah. I don't know. But when I was rewatching, I was like, this girl really is brave. like mm-hmm. Extremely she, brave. Yeah. She actually like ripped that book. Bu- page out of the book and was like mm-hmm. trying to help the prince when literally if she got caught she would have been whooped killed exactly had exactly um, but yeah i was like girl you brave so i had her as a fave baby dope girl. Yes, no offense yes. to the grown dope girl, but she wasn't <laughs> anyway yes. yeah you had anybody else before the main event Mm-mm. nope dive in go ahead, girl
1: okay well Obviously, we're going to talk about Yisan and Dokim. So I'll talk about Yisan Mm -hmm. first. Um, Mm -hmm. So I I really appreciated him because he was so open and honest about his feelings from jump. I feel like in like dramas, especially historical dramas, like the the men will not be open with their feelings, like you know, at all. He was so open about how he felt about her very early on, like
2: like telling
1: her that he liked her and that he had feelings for her. He, like bared his soul to her multiple times throughout the show like with yeah. no sort of like response back but he always loved her and um, he fell hard and fast and I uh, yeah it was just refreshing to see that Um, and he like never played he never played games like he was very clear like he, he like yeah. never played games with, with her and his feelings for her and I also think that he had a lot of integrity like yes like when he became like king he was like really strict and stuff um, but He had integrity, like he stayed true to his word and he wasn't, he didn't show um, favoritism. Mm -hmm. So I really respected that about him. Um, And he was very noble. He was very strong, like, you know, like um, Grandpa King, that's what I'm going to call him. He didn't want him to go after the tiger. He didn't want him to do this. He didn't want him to do that. And he was like, this is the right thing to do. I'm not just going to let the tiger come and like kill all these vulnerable people. I'll just deal with the consequences later. And he was just very, very brave, um, very heroic, had a lot of dignity and integrity um so yeah. I mm. I loved him and he was just so romantic. I just can't get over how like open he was about his love for her. Like I don't know. Mm. It was just so refreshing. <laughs> but
0: yeah. You go. We not even you, We not, we not even there, there, yet. there. I'm just thinking about stuff and I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> look, I'm just thinking about stuff and I can't. Such I can't." A
2: Oh my yeah goodness. it's
1: too much that's why the title of this episode is is it, is it possible to die from too much soon because there are literally moments in this show mm. that was gripping my chest because I could not I couldn't <laughs> I
0: couldn't handle it but yeah <laughs> such a dreamy man um mm-hmm. yeah I had him as well I do want to put a disclaimer out as I was watching the drama I was following a girl who did the novel translations the Korean mm-hmm. novel translations um as the red sleeve was airing, so I did read those commentaries as well as watch the show. So um, specifically for this category, I do want to say I my favorite is Isan in the drama and not the book for you oh, guys yeah. who have read the novel because it's very a different um, character in the book than it is displayed on the drama. Um, but yeah, a lot of what Naz said, like the man is the king of soon. I know I said this mm-hmm. in our beloved summer. I don't know what's up with them making these men like swoony. Like they really raising our standards. Um, yeah. But yeah, I I don't know. I don't really have much more to add than what you said, Naz. Um, uh, yeah. What a he man. Just, he went through so much from being physically abused, literally from child, from his father mm-hmm. his, to his grandfather. But like, he's still I don't know. I, I'm, I, I can't even really explain the man, but yeah. I know. I know. Resilient. Resilient and swoony. Uh, yeah.
1: Uh, okay, Trimble. so Dokim. Talk, mm-hmm. talk to us about Dokim. Like, why do you love her?
0: So another differentiation, I uh, my fave is not Dokim in the drama. I liked Dokim in the novel better. Um, in the novel, it made sense for a lot of her decisions and she was very perceived or displayed more to me as strong-willed and like and the reason for her being the way that she was or the reason why she thought the way she did and after everything that she experienced and how they detailed it in the novel, everything made sense to me. Mm-hmm. The drama version of Dokem, yes, some of those things are the same, but it didn't. she didn't have that outer layer of detailing that mm-hmm. made me think like, oh, she's a fave of mine. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you have her as a fave. So what are you saying? Oh,
1: so you're saying she's not a fave?
0: the drama version
1: no oh that's interesting okay
0: mm-hmm.
1: um i love her she's one of my like favorite female leads i think that i've seen in a show um she was really strong really fearless like she would she had to plead for her life multiple times before the king um and she did she just did everything with such bravery um Always stood up for herself. She was really intelligent. She was selfless. Like whenever somebody needed help, like she was, always, she was like the first one to like step in. Like whether it be, yeah, local talk about like those other specific specific things, but like she was always there to help with like anything. Um, if somebody needed help, like she was always there. Like, oh yeah, I'll go pick this up for you, or I'll go help with this. Like she was always doing that for people. Um, she saved Isan multiple times, um, and I feel like till the end, like even though like she changed and we'll talk about that later like I feel like she she still showed like strength and self respect even to like the end of her life so yeah I really really respected mm-hmm. her as a female lead
0: yeah did you have anyone else for faves Mm-mm. Yeah. so yes favorite people which are mainly just the main cast I guess in a mm-hmm. sense mm-hmm. except for the, the royal family which yeah. we'll get into as we go along. But next we have our swimworthy moments, Ness. You started out, sis. Okay. Okay.
1: So I just have <laughs> to say that like I feel like the chemistry between like Junho and Issei Young, like the main leads, their chemistry was just so good. Like I feel like they worked so mm-hmm. well together. And mm-hmm. like the couple in the show, like, you know, Yisan and Dokim, like, they were just one of like the best pairings I've seen. Like it was just like this, like. It was just this haunting, tragic love story. Like I don't know, like they're yeah. It was like it was kind of like the epitome of a slow burn, honestly. It was but yeah, it was it was really it was they were really, really good together. And like the swim was like really overwhelming. Like it was just like, <laughs> I can't, I can't do it. It's too much. Um but my first swoonworthy moment um, is early on. It's like in episode three. And um, mm-hmm. so like all this time, like Dokim would run into Yisan at the library. That's where she would like work. Um, and She would keep the library clean, organize books and stuff like that. And he would come in. She didn't know he was the crown prince. She thought he was um, the preceptor, which is like the teacher for like the mm-hmm. royal, the royalty of the people in the palace, like the um, um prince, the princess teacher. So she thought it was just him or whatever. So then she one day, like, she goes out and she's, like, at, like, the, the bridge and there's, like, a lake and everything. And, like, Yi-san sees, like, Dokim coming and he's, like, oh, no, like, she's going to know that, like, I'm the prince and not the preceptor. <laughs> so he, like, has a fan and he's trying to block his face with the fan. But mm-hmm. then, like, she sees the reflection of his face in the water and then he drops the fan. It was a really beautiful scene. The way they filmed it was just, like, gorgeous. Yes. But they just, like, looked at each other and it was like i don't know the electricity <laughs> but yeah it was it was food worthy it was also kind of funny too but it was it was mm-hmm. swoony just the way that like they looked at each other um but yeah, yeah. and i think
0: you? they they ended the episode i remember i think that was the second episode of that week so you had a whole week to wonder like what was about to happen when i was watching it cuz it ended yeah. with that scene so i was like what's yeah. oh, about to
1: happen uh, i don't know how you watch that show weekly like i wouldn't I have been know. able to do that
0: I barely made it out alive. Yeah. There was a clickbaker it- every time. And I'm like, I yes. Don't know. Yes. I don't know. But at the end, they did start doing the double up on one day. So
1: I oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 That makes sense.
0: My first one is from episode five. And it is the first confession scene by Isan when he mm-hmm. buys her books as a quote unquote gift. Yes. But it really was a punishment. Cause why would you make this girl carry all those books? Right. Um, And I have a quote. The moments we shared in the library were special to me. The moments we were together there, I thought that you were captivated by me, but I'm not sure anymore. Did I captivate you? Followed by one of the best cinematography <laughs> Tom lapses I've ever seen, Emma. See? Like, it was like, they, Tom says still. No, Tom was moving, but they still. still yeah. I was just like, mm-hmm. did I captivate you? Yeah, you captivated me. Okay. okay.
1: Oh, yes. Yeah. That was one of my I'm favorites. It's like, I thought I was like, yeah, I thought you were captivated by me, or was I captivated by you? And I was like, <laughs> i was like it's early and they're already doing like he's already doing this so i was like wow like he and that's why like i loved him because he was so open he was so open always how he felt always um yeah,
0: clarity that was, like, my men take scenes. notes
1: be yes. clear be clear clear communicate exactly yes. no it was that's one of my faves too like it was it was so good
0: another one mm. i had
1: from episode five was um when, uh, so like this was after um, Isan got beat up by his, by Grandpa King <sighs> and it was really, really sad. Um, but she, so she goes into the room after everything is over and she goes up to him and she says until, um until, the until the day life leaves me, I shall assist and protect you. And she like bowed to him and I was like... <laughs> oh Uh, you just had to see it it was just it was so it was so so good she like devoted her life to him basically and it was beautiful did you have Um, any (laughs) i
0: did i didn't like the whole and i couldn't even like rewatch it the whole like the father grandfather physically abusing him type thing yeah yeah um but a little bit before that them reading while her coming to read to him, but then yes. he ends up reading some of the lines, and just how y'all I'm, I love filming and like how mm-hmm. things are shot. Mm-hmm. So, just how they show like them both being on well opposite sides of the screen and her reading and him longingly looking at the screen. It was just like looking at her shadow. It
2: was
0: that, yeah yes i love that scene as
1: well that was my favorite like that was one of my favorites when she was reading to him through the door like it was just beautiful
0: it was beautiful um
1: are you you ready for what's next
0: yeah i I think it's about to get hot in here (laughs) did you want (laughs) to say it or should i i I ain't gonna be appropriate i am gonna be appropriate let me let me say that i am gonna be a program keeping pg even though the scene wasn't pg
1: okay go ahead it was Ness. pg but it was it was the thing and for me like this scene is, is swoony but it's also funny but uh, but unintentionally yeah. funny but um so
0: basically i feel like episode i feel like episode six was the more steamier and then when it came back for seven it was like funny Doesn't yeah yeah because like, yeah, yeah. it splits but go ahead
1: sorry yeah so the, the the prince was having his royal bath and he had this like I don't know if, like, back then they had these, like, see-through, like, you know, white, like, mesh robes or whatever. So he was sitting in his, like, rose bath or whatever. Mm-hmm. So the water was trying to get cold. And Dokim was like, you know, the court lady assigned to, you know, him. So she's coming they to deliver. They forced her into
0: doing that, oh, though. Yeah, she nobody didn't else want to. Wanted, oh, yeah, I remember. Yeah. Yeah, nobody else wanted to
1: do it. And they're like, you do it because, you know, they see him as being a, as a difficult person and they just yeah. don't like dealing with him. So they're like, yeah. what you do it. So they literally push her in there and she's like there with a bucket of hot water because the water started getting cold.
0: Yeah. So she's
1: like, <laughs> so she's like, she's at the edge of the bathtub and she's like, you know, <laughs> she has like the bucket and like um, she's just like, oh, I'm here with the water. And then so she's like struggling with so so she's like so she's like getting ready to like pour the bucket so he he like gets up because he sees her struggling he's like no like let me help you so like why he's getting up mm-hmm. and like saying like let me help you his robe kind of open and you can see like his abs and she got shook yes and she yes. was like whoa and she Distracts like she, she like fell into the water
0: she but she fell into it.
1: the water and like but like the, what was sweetie about it was like you know after you know she she came to and he was, his hand was just like on her waist and he was like are you okay and I was like <laughs> ah! <laughs> and like but the thing but it's also really funny because if you watch it the way that she fell into the water was almost like she
0: jumped like <laughs> it was like the mechanics <laughs> to how that happened didn't really make a lot of sense That's she like moment. flew off the ledge I was like how yeah. did this happen <laughs> Okay, I don't want to go too far on a, a, a June hole tangent, but I do want to say this. As I was watching it, um, I was looking on Twitter to people's reactions for this because I was experiencing it by myself, Nas. because you weren't watching it right now. Oh, And yeah. I was just like, this is a lot. It's, it's real spicy. <laughs>
1: um,
0: and this one lady was like... It was like a meme and she was like, people seeing June Ho's abs for the first time or something like that. Cause I didn't know nothing about, you. what's that? What's the name of the song that I sent you?
1: I'm your, <laughs> I'm man. your
0: man. Yeah. I didn't know anything about it. Y'all. <laughs> Look up 2 p.m. I'm your man. It's on <laughs> I didn't know that he's been showing his abs, so it was just a lot for me. But this, the lady was like, "Yeah, y'all don't know. Like he's been sh- showing his abs for a while. Like you can tell the new people." And I was like, "I was very new to this." Yeah, I wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't ready. Right I near. was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> <What's happening?" laughs> but you did see. You did it in reverse. You did see I'm your man first, so you kind of saw like the right the sexiness yeah things, but i wasn't but... i wasn't
1: prepared like i didn't yeah i wasn't expecting anything from the, i was like what's going to happening in the show but yeah spicy. it was funny and swoony and spicy all at the same time <laughs> mm.
0: yes and we had to wait a whole week to see what happened afterwards yeah I, I can't like, imagine i
1: don't know how you waited because like that scene happened like right at the end of the episode and then you have to. yes work, like, week. so I was just like how did you i was like how did you wait till the next to see what happens and then It was like a mess afterwards. She had to like, like. Thankfully, she found another outfit, like a dry outfit, and like the closet. And she had to like change and like,
0: yeah. But they were staring at each other for a minute, though. I'm like, yeah. It was like,
1: yeah. The slow motion. See, I was like, okay, all right. They were. Girl, you literally jumped into that tub. She jumped into that tub
0: (laughs) with the bucket. With the bucket, exactly. It didn't make any sense. Like with yeah i don't know because the bucket I was like, still right. been on the bi- i don't know right Who's i was knows? like okay <laughs> <laughs> so yes that was very swoon spicy um yes the next thing i had was from episode seven the tangerine scene i have like mixed feelings as far as like swoony and kind of sad mm-hmm. um this was her first, like, firm denial for him. Even, like, yeah. her internal monologue. She was like, okay, the time has come. I need to tell him, like, this isn't going to happen. And he's just yeah. like, I just want to give you the tangerine. And she's right. like, no, because then if I take it, then blah, 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 blah. And then he's like, are we still talking about the tangerine? Right. Um, but it was Swoonie and the fact that he saved it for her to give mm-hmm. to her. But she was rude.
1: Yeah. She was trying to, like, lay down those boundaries.
0: She was like, yeah. yeah, I like you too, but
1: I can't let you know that I like you because it's complicated. She was like, I don't know if I'm ready for this. So girl, just
0: take the fruit and get your fruits and vegetables. Come I know.
1: Uh yeah. complicated stuff. Such a um, mess. did you have anything else from like seven or eight?
0: Mine's isn't until nine, which I feel like we both have this one. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Go
1: so ahead. so um this was like, so this was after like um so like Ducky and Lady saw they were like away. They had to re- do something like, in town, which was like two hours away on foot or something like that. Mm. And um, basically, you know, the basically the the court lady fairies they had planned an attack.
0: And, oh goodness, um, the so fairy subplot.
1: Right, right, which we'll talk about later. But yeah, um, so basically, like Ducky, because she's so smart and just great, I love her. But basically, she like put, like, like she, like, flew a kite, which is kind of, like, was, like, a signal for, like, danger or, like, an enemy invasion or something like that.
0: And thankfully... It was a kite this time, for real. Yes, it was a kite. Right. Fresh landing it was a paraglide this <laughs> right? Is an kite. And right. if you listen to our first episode, but it was
1: and thankfully, a like the guards in Nissan saw the kite and they were like, Oh, like enemies are like, you know, around us. So basically she mm-hmm. ended up saving him because you know they were aware of the enemies and they were able to fight and do all that stuff. So basically she had after she flew a kind and everything, she had ran back on foot the entire journey through the woods back to the palace. So she was tired. So she got back to <laughs> like the the field, like in front of the palace after the whole battle was finished. Yeah. And she's like running. And it was just beautiful because she's like running towards him. And He sees her, then he starts Slow running motion. towards her. <laughs> oh my gosh. he thinks she's running towards her. And like Aww. she just literally like they she like collapses in his arms and he's like he's like cradling her face and he's like just holding her and she's like did you, see the kite? did you see the kite and then he was just like and like she's like and he was like yes like I saw it and he was like I knew he's like I knew it was you I knew it had to be you and she's like yes she's like I told you that I would always sleep. protect you and then she's like okay <laughs> I'm gonna go to sleep now and then she like collapses and he's just like holding her, and just looking at her and like, like caressing her face and just looking at her like so adoringly. And I was like, oh my gosh, like this sounds I oh I can't,
0: uh, I'm even thinking about it. I can't, I can't, I can't. I can't. <laughs> After that, he said, "When I saw that kite, I knew it was you. It could only be you. When I thought I, that I could die, your face came to mind. I prayed to the heavens for one more chance to see your face, Dokuma. <laughs> I can't. She was like, that She, why was we say the she show didn't hear him. But I heard
1: him. I heard <laughs> No, this is why we say the show is too much swoon. Like, it's too mm. much. It's too much. It's too much. It's
0: June Ho's delivery also. He's, like, so,
1: he's so good. He's such a good actor. He's such a good actor. Like, they they just played so well off each other. They were perfect. It was great. I,
0: had, uh, I did have... I had one more before this. Um... Which I didn't know. So I, like I mentioned, I do watch a lot of historicals, but they never really show like it from a court lady's perspective. I've never mm-hmm. seen anything like this before. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know that they have court ladies go in and warm beds for royalty. Oh but yeah. Now thinking about it, it do make sense. Um, but Dolken was supposed to be warming his bed um, for him to come, oh, but she yeah. winds up falling asleep because homegirl tired um so when he comes back to his room she knocked out on his bed and oh my she, he like sneaks in I love again going back to cinematography I love the choice of like showing the hands like they mm-hmm, do throughout mm-hmm. the show and they show mm-hmm. like his hands he doesn't touch her but it's like a kind of a mimicking or like an illustration of if he could caress her face like his yeah. hands what it would look like and the camera zooms yeah. in on that mm. Gina. Oh, I
1: love that scene and he just like watched her sleep and he like I think he even like yes. t- didn't he like tuck her in or something like I mean, yes he does really sweet he was so in love with her I just I can't I can't so, so cute. cute so cute mm-hmm. um another scene I had was um when they were I, fr- I don't forget where they were I think they were just outside the palace or something like that and he was mm-hmm. like because, like, one day she was in the library and she was, like, crying because she, like, missed him. But, like, he was yes. watching and yes. he didn't, like, you know, he was watching. She didn't know he was there, of course. So then, like, yes. when they're outside the palace one day, he was just like, oh, like, when you were crying the other day in the library, who are you missing? And mm-hmm. I was just like.
0: <laughs> I got course- a, I got a, I got a quote for that, Nazzy, right? Yes, yes. So uh, just follow along after what Naz says because um, of course Dokerma doesn't say anything responding to what Naz just said, and then um Isan says, I can't pretend any longer and I don't want to. If your mm-hmm. heart is in accordance with minds, I mean what I'm saying is what I feel what I feel about you, and then she cuts him off, of course.
1: Oh, um, that moment, man. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that was painful.
0: And then it's followed by the the first and I think only four hit kiss in the show. Yeah.
1: It's everything. So Oh, my goodness. There's so many Sweeney moments at the show. Oh, my goodness. So
0: many. But I kind of cut you off of that. I had that one as well. Um, did you have another one?
1: Oh, yeah. My only other school? one was, um, like, they were outside the palace again, and they were, like, talking, and he... Basically, he put two and two together that she was the one that, like, saved him when they were younger. Like, she was the one that, like, ripped the page out of the book that would, like, make his grandpa king upset or whatever. And she, like, saved his life. And she realized he was, like, you were the one. Like, it was you. And he, like, gave her this, like, big hug. I think that was, like, their first hug. Like, he, like, embraced her and was just, like it was you like it was you all along and she was just Mm. like yes it was me and i loved how she just said yes it was me because i feel like in another show it would have just been like no it wasn't me like i I love how like it was like
0: (laughs) at that point she had been saying no to him so that's true that's true but it was a beautiful moment
1: because he just embraced her and i think he was just like oh my gosh like she's the one for me like this confirms Mm. everything but they still had such a hard road ahead but yeah that was like my last
0: swing my swingy moment yeah I'm pretty sure that was after he had been became king and was kind of like I don't know he was mad at her but they reunited I think that was episode 15 right from what you just quoted is that from there or that maybe because I I think that happened and they had the hug and he because she finally admitted that that was her even though Mm -hmm. she really fully admitted she like it could have been me right he's like okay it was you right um, but yeah, the final confession from him after he was like, it was always you with mm. in regards to like I'm saving her. He says it pains my heart when you so he I'm sorry, he said it pains my heart when you cry so much so that I can't bear it although mm. i cannot apologize to you there is something else i can say thank you thank you for saving me all those times thank you for mm. saving me even when i didn't know it thank you because uh, she did save him from birth really from birth when she was young but yeah. now she's been she saving saved him, him, over him over and over the again the
1: entire show the entire show she was saving his life
0: oh yes ooh, okay was that your uh, last one I had one more and it was just um, when he kicked her out, their whole little traumatic thing that they had. Um, and they finally see each other at his sister's house. And he he's just stuck. Like he has yeah. the tea in his hand and he just sees her. And it's just, you just see a lot of longing in his eyes, but yes. also like anger, frustration, yes. just a lot of the emotions. And I was just like, y'all miss each other, huh?
1: Because even emotions. when she was
0: looking up at him, she was like, I miss you, but also, like, I know I'm not supposed to be seeing you right now because you told me not to ever see you again. But right. Also, I'm glad I see you. It's just a lot.
1: I, yeah, I totally agree. That moment was really powerful because you could see this, you could see the longing and the sadness mm-hmm. and the anger all in one. I was like, wow, yes. this is really good acting. It was great. It was amazing. Sorry, oh. I
0: did have one, uh, one more other one from episode 16. Mm-hmm. Just, after that first night together they were both just giving energy like i'm married now energy and i was Mm -hmm. just like y'all better because y'all are technically yes it Um, was really great to finally see them
1: together like finally at the end yes (laughs) yes Uh, even though there was so Mm -hmm. much oh yeah but yeah it was great to finally see them like in love but like there was still so much like conflict it was yeah was, yeah, which we're
0: gonna get into.
1: Yeah, we'll get into that in this section. A lot of it will get into this section, which is the tearjerkers. Mm. So, Oriel, who's your first tearjerker?
0: <laughs> we mentioned. Well, I'm sorry, you mentioned this a little bit in Swimworthy, but just King Youngjo, Esan's um, grandfather, first of putting putting his grandson on house arrest, which I'm calling it, y'all. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, that's what just it was. That whole. <laughs> That whole like physical abuse, like I couldn't, re- I couldn't rewatch it because it was really yeah. just, it was just sad. And he's been yeah. getting abuse like that, like I said, from his father, and then mm-hmm. now again with his grandfather, and just enduring it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that was, oh, yeah, I'm sorry, that was just sad for me. Yeah, no,
1: I absolutely agree. That was like my first one as well. Um, he's just dealt with like a lot of not only physical but emotionally abuse from. His grandfather, um, whether it Who was had his him, own, his grandfather right. had
0: been to abuse. I mean, so I don't know. He was, seemed like he was battling something. His yeah, grandfather, he was mentally ill. Mentally, so, yeah.
1: You know, and his grandfather, like, you know, pushing all his emotional baggage on Isan and like yes. the guilt he feels from, you know, killing um, Prince Sato, which is Isan's father. Yeah. Um, and the guilt of that, you know, S- Prince Sato ended up kind of going down the wrong path. Um, and putting that all on Isan and kind of feeling like, is this is Yisan like my second chance? And just mm-hmm. like, I don't know. He was it was bad. That it was really, yeah. The king treated Isan horribly. He was being yes. he was like knocking on death's door multiple times because of his gran- because of his grandfather, like threatened with death multiple times um because of his father's um his grandfather's ego, but his fragile ego, I should say. Um Yeah, one of mine um, was, um, so this was like probably towards the middle, but like grandpa, you know, has shown signs of Alzheimer's, dementia. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, let's probably probably say dementia. He had been showing signs of dementia throughout. Mm -hmm. But at this part of the show, he had completely lost his mind. Like he doesn't know who (laughs) he's talking to. Like oh he was goodness. talking to, he was talking to San and he's addressing him as Sado, who was his son. Yes. And, yes. you know, Isan was like, I am not my father. I am. Yes. Son. I, that, like this. And I was like, oh, like the acting was so powerful. And that actually like woke grandpa up and he realized like, oh, like I can't be king anymore. I have to yes. put Yisan on the throne now because I literally don't even have my mind right. And shout out! Well, can we can we shout out um, the king, the actor that sh- played the king?
0: He is Incredible. a legend. Hold on, I got him. Yeah, I think his name is um, E-Dokwa, but I am gonna triple check. Yeah, but he's a legend.
1: Yeah, no, Edoqua, don- yeah, amazing actor. Like, yes, legend. He, yeah, legend. He really portrayed that like regalness of a king so well, but that conflict because you could see that like at his core, he really did love Isan, but he was just. Mm-hmm. They're all just kind of the results of their own trauma. I feel like they were all traumatized. Mm-hmm. All the different generations of them in that family were just all traumatized, and they just took it out on the next, the next generation. You could tell he loved Yisan. He wanted Yisan to do good, and he wanted Yusan to be better than him and Sado, his his own son. Um, yeah. And everyone yeah. at court
0: was looking at them both like, "What?" And the family matters yeah, is happening. Everyone here.
1: was like, "Oh, the king has lost his mind. <laughs> like, yes. what is going on?" You know, that oh, like, scene, George I was like, was What is happening here? But yeah, that was a really, really powerful scene.
0: Um, yeah, I had, you. I had that as well. I thought it was, it was sad, it was sad, but mm-hmm. also infuriating because I'm like, mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Um, a little bit before that, y'all know we mentioned this little fairy thing, all the little behind the scenes of the court lady fairy stuff was happening, and Dope yeah. and Court Lady So had um rescued one of the old late older um, court ladies that been oh, yeah. captive oh yeah so they were at this house court lady so and dokem came out and they were just chatting court lady so was like why don't you want to become a concubine and dokem mm-hmm. finally at this point explaining why she didn't want to become a concubine like mm-hmm. she doesn't really gain a lot from becoming that and just iseyoung's like performance and that was very very good as well yeah um, so i had that one It's lonely in the concubine spot. It's
1: lonely. It's not easy being a concubine. Um, Another one I had was, um, Dokim. So, so there was a scene where basically, this is like once um, Dokim had decided to be the the you know the king's concubine. So she's like with Mm -hmm. him, and she had kind of like it was basically like it was a scene where like she was like walking with her friends, and they're about to like go on vacation. Like, they're about to go, like, on a trip together. And she was, like, kind of, like, in her royal concubine clothes, just kind of, like, looking Aww. at her old self and, like, w- and like just looking at her old self, have fun. Like, her old self, like, turned around to, like, her current self yeah. and, like, wave goodbye. And yeah. I was, like, oh. And by that point, you can just see that Dokim is, like, wow. I'm giving up everything because I love this man. Like, I'm giving up my entire life. And it's just, it was, it was yeah, sad. it was quite, it was, yeah, it was a powerful moment. It was very sad, too. She's literally saying yeah. goodbye, goodbye to herself. Because she's, you know, as the show goes on, you see, like, she literally loses herself. Um, but, yeah.
0: So sad. It's so sad. I did have two more before we get to our consensus on, you know, that last episode. Yeah. <laughs> um When King Young Jo died... That whole scene was sad for me in a sense where, like, Isan was finally able to tell him how he felt about, like, mm-hmm. how he treated him, even though Young Jo was already dead, but he was just, mm-hmm. like, basically telling him, I just wanted you to love me, and, like, I can't forgive you. Like, you really, yeah, you really treat yeah. me like crap. Yeah. So he loved, he loved him. It was his grandfather, and mm-hmm. at the end of the day, but also, like, he didn't deserve all that. He didn't. Um Yeah, so when he died, even though I was happy because that man, that man was just, I wasn't happy he died, but I was just like, I think it's time. Yeah, it was becoming a bit
1: much like dealing with his like antics and his mental breakdowns and like his hallucinations. It's like, come on, it's time to step down.
0: Don't they have like palace hospice or something?
1: I mean, that's basically what happened. His room became his his hospice, I guess. That's
0: true. That's true. And then the only other one I had is when Isan, I still, this is a plot hole. Somehow or another, he had a brother. I don't know who the brother was. They only really show his sisters. Um, But somehow or another, he had a brother in the show Mm -hmm. um, and he had to kill his brother. So once he killed him, he got drunk. And Lady So and the head security man and Dokuma was, Quote unquote, trying to cheer him up and entertain his drawings but junho just like articulated like the drunkenness but also like the sadness over um isan's dying and such yeah. like a compelling way where i was just like wow he's really like sad but he's trying to put on like a nice show a nice show for everyone right now yeah yeah he's the king so mm-hmm. well he was the king at this time but yeah that was the only other one i had before dun, dun, dun. Yeah. the I slapping had one more. that was 17 i know i
1: had one more from um, oh, okay before then but um okay. um it was when so Dokim's friend like one of the girls in the friend crew she um had like she had gotten like pregnant apparently and I guess they found out because she had had a miscarriage so that's against the rules like if you're a court lady you can't be out you know having relations with people and can't having be relationships out in right so she was in <laughs> jail and essentially because what she did was illegal she's gonna get killed for doing that yeah so um she heard that um she was in jail so she went to go see her and she wasn't even allowed to go but she went and it was such a sad scene and she was just like it's okay talking like I chose my path she was like you know I wanted to experience what it was like to be in love and I did and you know like I'm gonna I'll, I'll be fine and it was just like so sad because she was just like oh my gosh like you know like you're my friend like I like how am I just supposed mm-hmm. to sit here and like know that you're going to be killed you know like you know it just I don't know it was so painful like their goodbye and then she was just like it's fine like I'm gonna be okay And then she kind of just like her friend just kind of like walked away like you know from her and just like turned her back and it was just it was so sad because on top of everything else Dawkin was going through like trying to adjust being a concubine um, to being a concubine yeah. and being alone all the time and not really having control of your life anymore and like you know just that sadness and then like Nisan deciding bec- because he sticks to the law like he wasn't mm-hmm. gonna like save her friend so it's kind of like it was just really sad all around um, yeah and the only other one I had also um, before 17 was when um, the little girl. So like, you know, after Dokim decided not to become his concubine, like the first time she refuses offer, like the first time. Mm-hmm. And so they recruited the preceptors Well, he became like the second in command or whatever um, little <laughs> sister. Right. Um, and to be the concubine. And like she's like 12 and um, she ended yeah. up like passing away, you know, and it was just sad because like. She was a little girl. She was Mm -hmm. a little girl, she was clearly depressed. Um, And you could see why, like when we see Dawkins experience as a concubine, but it was just really sad. And just like seeing like the preceptor, the preceptor was a horrible person, but like his breakdown over like his sister passing away, it was just really, really sad. Um, But yeah, that was like my last Mm -hmm. one before our grand finale. (sighs)
0: Episode 17 was like felt like I was getting punched over and over and over again from epi- uh, second one. second point yes. Second point zero one. And I was yes. Like, oh and can I say that <laughs> I was watching this at like 3am and I was sending Oriel oh, voice memos of me <laughs> sobbing. I was sleep. <laughs> I, I was literally like, <laughs> like I was literally <laughs> sitting at the- I was in tears. <laughs> you was
1: you're like don't cry I was like (gasps) and then you said like I was such a mess I was such a mess I could not I was from the first moment to the end I was not okay I was not okay and I was not expecting it at all like I was like I didn't expect to get destroyed like this I wasn't yes I wasn't
0: I feel like I was expecting it but only because I read the novel translation, so I knew, like, this stuff happened, but the it wasn't all in one chapter in the book. It was spread over a lot of chapters. Yeah. Because they did the drama differently. I'm guessing this was, like, an homage to the novel, because this is just novel stuff, back to back to back to back. To yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it was a lot um, from her son dying to her dying to Isan dying. All of these are spoilers, which we already told you guys from the beginning. Spoilers. You just got everybody dying. Everybody dying. I was just like, does uh, somebody else have to die? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So how do we well, <laughs> do you do you want to should I start? Or do you want to start? Girl, um, that was the main things I have. You can definitely go, and I'm gonna be chiming in because okay, oh, I'm gonna go into like heavy detail. Because this is... Oh, okay, okay, alright, okay. cool. So,
1: um, first of all, it was absolutely devastating that, of course, you know, Doki becomes Isan's concubine. She ends up getting pregnant. Um, her, you know, then they they do like a flash forward in the last episode, like probably like five, six years later. And her their son is dying, but she can't be in the room. He has was a measles like small. Pot, I think it was measles. Yes. And yeah, so he had measles. she never had she, it. She, yeah. She couldn't be in the room where he was laying because she was pregnant and she had never had it. So it would be a danger to her to be there. Um, mm-hmm. And so she literally can't even be with her son when he's dying and it was the the episode the way that the episode opened it was so haunting because it was literally it was like it was cloudy it was overcast like you could very dark, like, dark. i don't know how they did like her makeup but you could tell that she was just exhausted like all the life was just like drained out of her and she she couldn't yeah. even move her son as he was dying um yeah
0: can i get like, a little background from the it, novel because mm-hmm. they didn't really explain that um so by this time she had already had multiple miscarriages. Mm-hmm. Um her son was the only child that they had that actually got to I believe he got to age 4 before he died. Mm-hmm. Um and like you were saying she never had measles before so back in the day they were like oh you can't be in the same room or anything because then you would get it and she was pregnant too so that was just yeah. another added layer but yeah just a little background. Yeah,
1: so it was devastating that she couldn't even be there, and then, mm-hmm. so then they were like, okay, um, okay, like, um, Dokim, like, let's go back to the palace. You can rest. You just like wait. So like they're like, you know, finally like Dokim's like, okay, like fine. They have to convince her like, okay, like just come with us. So like Lady Saw, um, is like trying to take her back to like her her room, and then mm-hmm. the bells start ringing, and then like it's officially announced that you know her son had died, and she just like collapsed. And like Lady Saw was like screaming and crying, and it was just horrible. Like I was like, "This is this is horrible." It was so sad, and just the way they filmed it, it was just, yeah. You you could like the sadness; it was like palpable. Like you could like you could almost feel it. Oh, yeah. but yeah, it was it was a lot. Um, mm-hmm. Also, um, like I guess like for episode like another like kind of tearjerker for me is kind of just like in general like Dokim's shift like so and i think that this was really brilliant um like storytelling and like acting because like Mm -hmm. in the beginning of the show like Dokim is brave she's strong-willed she's full of life light um she is like completely fearless like she'll stand up to the prince she will stand up to the king she sticks up for herself by the end of the the show even she was tired like the end of the show even before she officially became concubine and like um Yisana had another concubine that was like literally abusing her and she at that point was just so dejected she couldn't even stick up for herself anymore. And mm-hmm. so you see that progression um in episode 17 like mm-hmm. she's a completely different person. I mean, she is empty inside. Like just she's literally like a shell of a human being like you you don't even recognize her as a person and it's like the way that um she played the role i was like wow like she's a completely different person and you could see how being a concubine how it affected her she's literally depressed i mean like that's literally what that was like you literally spend your days just waiting for the king to come see you like Mm -hmm. maybe he'll come maybe he won't and you keep having miscarriages and then your son is dead and like and like yes like she loves him but she also feels like the immense loss of the fact that she literally gave up all her freedom like to be with him and I just thought that that shift in her character was just such a tragedy because it's just like wow she was so full of life and like yes she was able to be with the love of her life but at what cost so it was yeah really sad
0: sad yeah um, I, I agree with everything you're saying so I'm just uh I'm, I'm just <laughs> nodding for the people yes. who can't see us
1: <laughs> <laughs> um uh, did you have anything? Did you what? Because I I feel like I'm talking.
0: <laughs> I have so much to say. Yeah. About um. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have everything you sa- Just all the dying. Uh, just, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I. Yeah. I feel okay. like if you watch this episode, like you you know, like all the stuff that like it was just like a lot over and over. Yeah. yeah yes. I don't really have like I don't really have any Specific. additional things to <laughs> say. Okay. Yeah. So I'll keep going. <laughs> so. <laughs> okay <laughs> um so
1: so now i'm gonna switch over to like when um so this is after the sun is so the son had passed away ducking was depressed and she just lays in bed all day and um lady saw had come to see her and give her some food and stuff like that and lady saw was basically telling her like you know that basically that like, she loved her and that she was like kind of like a daughter to her and it was just such a beautiful scene because like lady saw has been by her side like literally ever since she was a little girl so for her to still be there in her hardest moments it was yeah another tearjerker moment but um mm-hmm. shortly after so like like yisang randomly got sick with some sort of flu or something so like um uh, uh doki was like taking care of him then she randomly like you know got faint and she got sick so she's like mm-hmm. essentially she's like on her deathbed and you know of course Yisan is distraught and He's just, you know, she was basically telling him this this line really ruined me. Like I was like, I cannot with this, but she was basically saying like, when she was dying and she was saying like, you know, because you know, like in um, at that time or in their culture, they believe that like you you live multiple lives, like if you die, you're gonna come yeah. back. Um,
2: yeah.
1: And she was basically saying,, um, if you see me in the next life, if we come if you cross paths in the next life, please just pass me by. And I yep. was like, and I mean, you guys, his face, Like just dropped. Like he just looked so dejected. Like he
0: was sad.
1: Yeah, and it's like I feel like he felt the weight of the fact that wow, like you know. And at this point, like she hadn't even said that she loves him. She's she never like whenever he said he loves her, whatever. She never she never responds. She never said Um, it. She never responds back. So like he's like not only have I not heard you say you love me after all these years, but. You're also telling me like if we see each other in another life to just pass you by and um it was it was heartbreaking and like i think right after he was basically saying like did you ever love me like you know mm-hmm. like have you ever loved me like how i love you and she was basically saying like she was like i can't believe you're still asking me this she was just like you know the final decision i made was to be by your side and i feel like she was mm-hmm. saying like the final decision i made for myself because at this point in her life as a concubine she doesn't have any free will she's like the final decision I made for myself was to be by your side so she's like she does love him but I feel like I'll talk about this in the hot takes but I feel like her choosing not to actually say the words I love you was kind of like her way of like retaining some sort of like autonomy yeah and like power within herself because at that point she was just completely she was tired um and um it was just really sad to think about how like their lives would have been so different if they were like common people, but the fact that there was yeah. this power struggle between them, him being royalty, her being a court lady, you know, and then now her, him being the king, her being a concubine, there's this power struggle. And like, if yeah. they were just com- normal people, like their love could have just been so much easier. Like, yeah, maybe their lives would have been harder, but them being in love would have just been so much easier. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then, all, and then my last cheat worker. Sorry, guys. There, this episode really destroyed me. So I'll all my feelings. And just a disclaimer: like- <laughs>
0: um, Naz recently watched this, so a lot of this is fresh on her mind. So. Yeah,
1: it's very, very fresh. Um, but uh, yeah, it was sad because. Um, another thing i was thinking about was how like at the end of the day like they both lived very hard lives like yes like he was royalty but his and life died wasn't...
0: young yeah and died them. young
1: they both like died young and you know it co- like life was complicated for them and their relationship was complicated and um and then the last thing i had was um like isan's death of course he lived a bit longer yeah. than she did um yeah but he ended up passing away and like they were like oh we can give you this medicine of this medicine he was like nope he's like i'm good like i can go like he was like i'm fine with leaving <laughs> like so he's like he so them getting like reunited i guess in the afterlife yeah. um was just very beautiful it was very very beautiful because they were finally together again um and she was like you know like when they were i guess when he was like in between like you know living and dying and she was saying like you know you can still go back like you can still you know live your life and he was like no I just want to be with you and it was just
0: uh it was but sad yeah though like after she died how like I guess to protect himself like he cut off any memory of remembering her and then, yeah like, when her only living friend came back to give her him like her court lady outfit that she requested and that whole scene of him crying when he was just like you were just you were so tiny and yeah that was 17 was just a mess oh 17 was heavy of tears <laughs> it was too
1: much It was too too much a mess of tears but yeah. all right so let's uh-huh. lighten things
0: up now <laughs> <laughs> yes cringe yes, y'all the cringe scenes <laughs> crazy, which there wasn't a lot in the show we yeah no so swooning crying or laughing yeah yeah for sure <laughs> but yeah which one did which one did you have for this one
1: um so for cringy like because it just made me uncomfortable it was like whenever like ysan would get possessive so like sometimes mm-hmm. like he would like he wouldn't know how to like i guess process Express his, his feelings. feelings yeah and he would get really frustrated and so he would basically just try to like assert his dominance over Doki and be like, well, I own you and stuff like that. And it's like, "Mm," and it would just be like super awkward. But that was like the only thing that would like make me cringe. He did that like twice. But other than that.
0: I had that more specifically episode seven. It ended. And I remember this while I was watching it weekly. It ended. um, I think he found out about her seeing her brother or something. Um, But it ended with him like, it showed, like, him bringing his hand up to her neck. So I was like, oh, next week he's going to caress her or something. Um, so episode eight comes on the next week, and Homeboy is full-on choking her. And I'm like, I don't even think it was next week. I think it was the next day this time. Homeboy is full-on choking her. And I was like, I didn't like it at first. It took my brain a while to be like, he's the, he's the prince. Like, she, like, below him a servant. Yeah. So. But at the moment, I was like, I don't like this.
1: Yeah. I was like, don't do that. I was like, get a hold of yourself. Like, he would. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, that was the only thing.
0: He couldn't. I did have also the tiger CGI it was very cringy. Um, <laughs> good thing it only lasted one episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The tiger. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> the tiger was also very random. But yeah. <laughs> <It was>
0: like- <laughs> yeah. I was just like, hmm
1: okay
0: yeah <laughs> it was know. very
1: very it was bad cgi for the tiger i agree I but agree. okay coolies okay now to the funny moments yeah what's one that you have
0: y'all Yo, on the rewatch i didn't realize how much of the funny moments happened in one episode so me and i mm-hmm. are going to be going back and forth on episode <laughs> two i feel like for a while but yes um the first thing I have is her shushing him out of the library with a dirty broom. Um, Homegirl didn't know he was the prince, of course, at this time. But I was just like, girl, what are you doing? And he's like, Ooh, ah, what are you doing? What did?" He was just like, his demeanor was just like, do you know who I am? Do you know who I am? <laughs> and she keep locking the door. I'm like, girl, that is his library. You're locking the door. Right. Library. Right. Yeah. I was like,
1: little do you know.
0: Little do you know that you, yeah. you like, really serve him. Oh, yes. my gosh.
1: So funny. What about you? Um, yeah, I had one, like, the, uh, when um, Yisan and Dokim fell into the river. And it was just, like, so chaotic because, like like they first of all they never like actually saw each other and she was like i'll save you i'll help you and she's like trying to grab at him and they're just like (laughs) like splashing it was just so chaotic and i was like all these poor Uh, people
0: (laughs) girl yes i don't it's just a lot with them their dynamics was just a mess Um, yeah it was a mess another one I don't know if this is like something they do over here. The whole throwing salt on people. I don't, I don't know because in our beloved summer she he threw yeah. salt on her too. So I don't know what's going on, but that was funny too. Yes, shushing him out with the salt. <laughs> oh, disrespectful! And he was just like astounded because he's just like, what the heck?
1: Like, how dare she do this to me? <laughs> it was just like, yep.
0: Oh, wow! Yeah, she shushed him out once and threw the salt, and then he was saying something. She opened the door and just basically threw the salt on his face, and I was like, "Yeah." Dang. <laughs> mm-hmm. What's another um,
1: one? Another one I had was when like Ducky was like up on the ladder, like on the bookshelf. Um, she was yes. like, putting stuff away. And, like, False she was trope. about to fall. And, like, yeah, the falling trope. But instead of, like, I'm, I'm thinking, like, oh, she's going to fall off the ladder. And he's going to catch her. And going to be all cute. Yeah, that's what they but want do. But, like, to. no. She's, like, falling back. And he literally just, like, takes his hand and just pushes her forward. So then her face just smashes up against the push-up. <laughs> and she's, like, poor oh. baby. And then she's just, like, and then when she, when she was, like, regained her balance, she was, like, I don't know if I should thank him. Or <laughs> she was just, like, <laughs> I don't know if he was trying to help me or, like.
0: <laughs> huh. but yeah
1: it was cute and funny
0: <laughs> also same in that episode when he kept making her write that apology letter over and over again but then also yes. on the other side he was giving her advice on what to say in the apology letter but then <laughs> he actually came to him when he's in his prince garb he's like no writing lines through it I'm just like sir come uh, on cop, bad cop back up."
1: he was trolling her it was horrible I was like why are you putting this girl through so much yes um, this one was so funny so um, another one I had was um, so Joaquin was like dressed up for her like coming of age ceremony so she was gonna go from like Mm -hmm. a court lady apprentice to like an actual court lady so she's like dressed Mm -hmm. up in her like beautiful outfit by the way another shout out the hair makeup and like the outfits in the show were beautiful they were all just so stunning like especially the queen's outfits like the one that was married to the king Um, her outfits were beautiful but anyways she's all dressed up and um ysan saw her and he like panicked and he runs to her and he's Mm -hmm. like oh my gosh like like how did you find such favor with the king because like he assumed because of the way she was dressed that she was going to marry the king and become like one of his concubines and then Mm -hmm. she was like what and she like didn't say a word and then like the preceptor was like oh like the coming of age ceremony for the court ladies is today like they're doing a dress rehearsal and he was like oh and Shook. this is like very early on like he hasn't confessed anything to her or anything so she's just like what's going on and then he's like oh and he just like backs away and then he literally sprints off like he just runs <laughs> like, nothing happened like like, like didn't walk away he ran away and i was like oh my god it's this is too embarrassing. Late for... and the royal guy's were was just like <laughs> the prince what just made happening? himself look like a clown like what is going on but yeah that was funny mm.
0: Oh my goodness, yeah. I have a little outlier here. The, the just the royal guard, he was just comic relief. So, so hilarious. So funny. Um, back to what I kind of mentioned earlier when um Dokem was in the room and she was trying to keep the bed warm for when Isan came and Isan mm-hmm. kind of caught her sleeping, but then he leaves the room and tells the hit guard to like watch the space, make sure no one comes in, protect it um so doken finally wakes up she walks out and the head guard is like how you get in there what's going on <laughs> <laughs> doken walks past him and then he has this whole inner monologue he says when did she get in there was i dozing? as i said guard this is awful if his highness finds out, he would have a fit. Should I pack my bags and go back to home? <laughs> my hometown? I'm like, sir, he already knows. Like, that's poor why man. The room. Poor he's man. Like, yeah, I'm about to lose my job. I'm about to get beheaded. Like, what's happening here? Uh Yeah. He had some memory issues. So he was just like, <laughs> I
1: don't know. Like, he's like, I must have missed something. Poor guy.
0: <laughs> poor baby. Yeah. I had to put him in there.
1: <laughs> um another one I have well basically like, it was like a general one but it's just like whenever like Doki would like doze off randomly and like Yisan would like randomly appear like he would just appear and then she'd like wake up and be like oh like am I dreaming like you know is he before me mm-hmm. and then he would just like pinch her cheek or he would like flick her forehead or something. Yes,
0: so cute it would be cute and then he would do that and i will be like dang why are you ruining the moment? He's like you just ruined the moment but yeah it was they were cute they were did you have any cute. more? I had one more from episode 16. Mm-hmm. Um, Dokken basically was speculating that she was pregnant. And mm-hmm. homeboy Isang was coming to her room every night. And she mm-hmm. like, I don't need him to come this time. So she sent word for him not to come. The man still comes because he's concerned because she said she was sick. So he's like, mm-hmm. I'm studying to be a doctor. Like, let me see what are your symptoms. Homegirl starts doing this whole performance. And he's like... <laughs> I'm disappointed. Like, why? Why are you doing this right now? What are you <laughs> doing? You're not sick. <laughs> and I feel like that was the second time she did that. because She faked sick before. Yeah. And like, I'm just like, girl, stop faking sick. He's cause he's seeing right through you every time. But, exactly. You know. And it was also
1: cute because he was just like, well, like we don't have to do anything. I just want to spend time with you. Uh, <laughs> it
0: was cute. She uh, and she like, okay, you you really not going to do nothing? And he's like, yeah, I'll just <laughs> I'll just sit. We'll just be together. I was like, okay. Oh, so cute,
1: cute. love story but my last mm. one is um <laughs> it's from episode 16 um so it's um <laughs> i was like crying laughing i don't know why i thought this was so funny but um so basically this is like so something had happened with doking that like basically like one of the other concubines was like literally abusing her and she was still a court lady at this time and basically mm-hmm. the um you know isan got word and he was just like you know like enough is enough like she's coming with me like she's becoming my concubine like that's it yep. so um so he's like walking with like Lady Saw and like the, the Royal Guardsman and he's just like Lady Saw like go get Dokim and like bring her to my get her ready and like bring her to my bedroom <laughs> and she was just like yes your majesty and then she was just like
0: what like, was, like, <laughs> like was, hold on like, what right? and like the Royal Guardsman everybody's looking at each other like is this happening is this what finally happened? happening <laughs> and like, mm-hmm it's I was like it's official she's
1: gonna become the concubine so yeah it was really really funny um but yeah that was my last one
0: <laughs> so cute i loved her and the, the chief royal guardsman like they were just so yes funny.
1: i wanted them to be together but i was like well i guess that's not realistic because court ladies can't be in relationships but i was like i was i was like because in the beginning i was something a lie but i guess not <laughs> but they put it I liked like their friendship. I guess you could say. Hold
0: that thought, because that's gonna be a part of my next section. Yes. So know about the
1: hot takes. So yes. You know, what's the hot
0: take you had.
1: Oh my gosh, I can't wait for the section. Okay, so one of my hot takes—is it a hot take? <laughs> I think it's pretty obvious, but the crown princess, um, the king's daughter, like Grandpa King's daughter, was mm-hmm. unhinged. She was absolutely <laughs> insane, and I don't know why she was able to have the position she did she was crazy like she was <laughs> insane and i was like this woman like she must be stopped i was so excited when they got rid of her because i was just like
0: she's crazy it was it was too much it was too much they tried to redeem her at the end with like her adopted son storyline and then yeah dying in her place but it was too yeah bad.
1: and i did feel bad for her that seems actually another moment that was really sad but it was just kind of like yeah lady like You've done too much damage. You you keep trying to like kill your um your your nephew.
0: Stop. Yes.
1: Annoying, but yeah. (laughs) What's one of yours?
0: um i just want to just reiterate what we were talking about in the other the funny section i my hot take is i secretly wish that core lady so and the head royal guardsman could have been together yeah I, I mean i know he was married but i just really wish that that could have happened
1: but. yes i agree because like when he said like oh yeah you know i got married recently Da da da. i was like oh maybe him and lady hmm. Saw so got married <laughs>
0: no and then she can't get married she's a court lady after,
1: right so. right but i was holding out hope i was like no but i was nope. like, oh. um mm. one of my hot takes was like there were just all these conspiracies throughout the show to kill yisan and i'm like so who do you guys want to be king who's the other option there <laughs> who else,
0: there aren't who else, else is options? there
1: <laughs> like that's what i was confused i was just like who's the other option like, I guess show us the other option. that they brought
0: up. I don't know.
1: It was so strange. Uh-huh. I was like, So, who do you want to be king? You want the crown princess's random son to be the king? Like, no, they never mm. said that. So, I was like, So, who, why are you guys trying to kill him? There's no replacement. It was
0: weird. I don't get it. I don't know. I, for me, another one I had is, in my opinion, that's why it's a hot take. I feel like the show could have ended at episode 16. It ended for me at episode sixteen, but I do appreciate mm. episode seventeen. um I feel like it wrapped the story up, but I still feel like the show could have ended at sixteen. Seventeen was more like a fanfare novel thing for me, in my mm. opinion. Mm. But yeah, that's my hot take. Oh wow! Yeah, that. I
1: appreciated the last episode because it was it was real, it was realistic, and I guess they had to kind of paint that picture of like yeah, life. the concubine life is not it's not happily ever after and I guess they wanted to pay homage to the the story as well but yeah, it was I, I don't like, I wonder how they would have fit that into episode 16 I don't know, we'll never know,
0: but yeah I always wonder my view on that, if that would have been different, if it would have been like what you said if I didn't know what happened Mm -hmm. in the novel Mm -hmm. i don't know i always always question that but yeah Mm -hmm. what's another one for you
1: um i didn't like how we had all these like random characters like so like they mentioned um ysan's half-brother they also mentioned like the queen the queen (laughs) consorts um the the grandpa king's wife her brother Mm -hmm. and it's just like we've never people. met these people we've never like why are why are you mentioning them adds nothing to the story but they made it like a part of the plot like you know like oh we're gonna kill this person kill that person this is like as the audience i don't know why we would care about that but um and then also i didn't like how in that same vein so when ducking like got pregnant um you know everyone's like excited and like Yisan's excited and he's like oh like you know but he was like oh sorry I can't spend the night with you tonight I have to spend the night with the queen because the queen had Who the queen? Know, never right the queen had <laughs> never been pregnant before and she's going to be sad and I've spent the night with her before this point there we don't like obviously we know it's royalty and because Document's means a concubine yes we can assume that you know Yisan's already married and he's been married probably since he was a teenager to somebody else like the queen but they never mentioned her before so i just felt like i don't think that they i i don't think that was necessary to even mention her like we know that uh, like yes like maybe like we know that she's there but like unless they were actually gonna like have her in the show and i get like i get why they didn't actually put the queen in the show because they didn't want to make it like a love triangle thing because i think that would have just gotten messy but like Like I don't think they should have mentioned her at all because I'm like you guys have not mentioned her up until episode 16, so there was no point in mentioning. Oh yeah, the queens like the queen like <laughs> what? Like she's never mattered before. Like so
0: I don't that was it.
1: odd to me. But yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, I think and this is my last one on that same vein. I. Preferred the plot in the novel than the plot in the drama. Mm -hmm. The drama, of course, was 17 episodes. The novel was a book. So you can flesh out more things. I definitely understand that. But um I love the detailing and understanding why people made certain decisions, like Mm -hmm. why Isan didn't visit her for 10 days after they their first night together. Like, what was the reason for that? It didn't really go into detail in the show. And that's Mm -hmm. just an example. Um and I just preferred um Dokim in the show. I'm sorry, Dokum in the novel because mm-hmm. she just she just was more fleshed out. You can just tell like the drama was more favorable to Isan because I mean if you have Junho, why wouldn't it be? Yeah um, it's essentially but, his story. Yeah, but in the novel is Dokum's story. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, that was my last hot take.
1: Okay, I have a few more. Um, Okay, so I think there was like a drastic change in tone from episodes one through 10 to episodes like 11 through 17, because like it was a little bit jarring because it went from like classic K-drama to like basically like sticking to like the book or like the actual story, which is fine. But I feel like they should have stuck to one or the other because the change was like very much felt. Like the the tone of the show changed a lot from the first ten episodes. Like after the whole fairy thing ended, like the show was completely different, and it was just like, mm-hmm. okay, we're just gonna do like history now, and it was just kind of yep. like, okay, and it's fine. Like the drama was still great, but like the shift in tone was a little bit, it was a little too sudden. Noticeable. It was very, it was very jerky. So, um, I wish they could have stuck to one feel throughout the show, if that makes sense. Like if we're gonna stick to like the story then like six to the story from the beginning um yeah because like like literally there was just like there was no lightness or anything from like the midway point to the end but the first yeah. half of the show was pretty they had some light moments so right. yeah I thought that was um a little bit jarring like the just the tone of the show of it was you jarring um okay so I kind of touched on this earlier but I really wish like Dokim actually said I love you to Yisan. Like, I felt like that would have been Mm -hmm. a really nice thing to do, especially when she was dying. I understand um, why she didn't. Um, I feel like it was a way of her to kind of cling onto, like, the little power and autonomy that she had as a woman um, because she didn't have any power in any other area of her life. And at this point, she's a shell of herself. And it was sad to see her kind of, like, change from this lively person to this person that's just kind of, like, going with the flow. Um, yeah. but I still really wanted her to, I just, I really wanted to hear it. I would have loved to hear it. Um, and he wanted to hear it too. <laughs> so I was like, "Yes, he did." like I really, I really would have loved to hear it, but it does make it more haunting and painful that she didn't say it. So I, I do think that that was kind of like, it was intentional storytelling. I don't think it's like something that they left out because they were sloppy. Like, I think they did that on purpose, which. I think it's like good storytelling because it does leave you kind of like longing with that like sad feeling, you know, that he never got to hear it from her. But yeah,
0: um, yeah.
1: Also, um, I I think it got a little repetitive with like Ysan getting in trouble like every other episode and like being threatened with death and like <laughs> Dokim trying to having to save him and then Dokim getting framed yeah. for something and then he having to save her and it was like it was just like back and forth of like. You know them um, getting in trouble, like and them saving each other. Um, even though that's what kind of bonded them. And mm-hmm. my last one was um, so the fairy, prince- the fairy princess the fairy princess, the fairy the the court lady fairy thing was weird. Um, I it was strange, but I appreciated the creativity because I think like a group of women being the antagonist was something you I hadn't seen before. Uh, it's always some like you know, one of the eunuchs or That's like, true. the king's closest friend or but the women kind of coming together and you know, being the antagonist and trying to kill the king. That was a very different concept. Um, it's very creative. They had like a whole secret society cult thing and everything. but um <laughs> it was a little it was a little strange. I was like, okay, it was definitely duck like, juicy, but. I was like this is kind of weird but I appreciate like the creativity and the intention um with it also this I didn't mention this before it's kind of because kind of doesn't fit anywhere but I also want to add how like I really like how in this show um you really got to see like day-to-day stuff in the palace in another historical yeah. drama, I haven't been you don't really get to see like day-to-day palace stuff and it was really cool to see like what the day-to-day life looked like um You'll and just the perspective the of you like, watch
0: them i know <laughs> and just to
1: see the perspective of like i guess like what women go through or what women run through in that time um yeah. in that space not only in the palace but just like in society and how women yeah. like struggled um so like them feeling like this is my key to safety like being a court lady you know um so yeah those are all my hot takes <laughs>
0: Hot takes, we, y'all, I do want to make it, we're not being, like, really crucial, we love yeah, the show. Yeah, 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 um, but but yeah,
1: but it's hot takes, so it's just, like, our little, our little controversial opinions, <laughs> yes. you know, every show, like, the, like, even, like, the most perfect show, Best like, has, has like, flaws. things that you're, like, mm, okay, like, you know, nothing is, like, perfect,
0: perfect, Um,
1: yep. but yes, okay, now we're at Lessons Learned, so, Oriel, you go first, what are some Lessons Learned from the Red Sleeves?
0: My first one is short and sweet. Communicate your feelings. Everything that Naz was just saying. Girl, just tell just tell the people you love them. This is for real life, y'all. Tell the people in your life that you love them. Okay. Use your
1: words. Use
0: your words. Yes. How about you?
1: Yeah, the same thing. Communicate your feelings. (laughs) Communicate.
0: Uh, I love you, girl. I love you, girl. I I love you you. more.
1: But yeah, like, oh talk, like, I remember, like, I, I don't remember what happened. But I, like, I sent Oriole a voice memo when I watched some episode of the show. And I was like, I need Dokim to talk. I need her to open her mouth. I need her to talk. Mm-hmm. Because what is going on? Like, yeah, so communicate. And um, my another one for me was just like, just because you love somebody doesn't mean that they're for you. um, Because... Dokim obviously loved Yisan. She saved his life multiple times. She, like, gave her life for him, mm-hmm. devoted her life to him. But her being with him brought a lot of sorrow into her life.
0: And mm-hmm. I feel like
1: at the end of the day, one of the big reasons why she, like, kind of wanted to cling, didn't want to vocally say she loved him was because, like, she just kind of felt like she lost so much by being in a relationship with him and yeah. like maybe she wasn't maybe she wasn't sure that it was worth it all, all the pain that she went through like was it was this worth it i don't know if it was but yeah
0: mm-hmm. yeah i think just going on off of that like sometimes no means no like eson mm-hmm. i i love his persistence but also like i feel like uh i love the character but i feel like he didn't he knew why she didn't want to become a concubine, but he loved her so much and wanted to be with her so much that mm-hmm. even once they got together, it was all good for him mm-hmm. and everything was sunshine and roses that he couldn't see past his goodness to see what was actually going on with her. Yeah. So yeah, just think of other people like... Don't be selfish in your love for someone like you don't know what other people are going through. Even if it hurts you to your core to not be with someone, if they don't want to be with you, just let them go. There's other
1: fish in the sea. Exactly. I totally agree. Like, yes, he loved her so much and he was definitely devoted to her and he was committed to her. But Mm -hmm. like, you know, he wasn't thinking about what being a concubine would mean for her. And he didn't he genuinely didn't understand why she was so against it it's like yeah mm-hmm. because it sucks like and I think it's he lonely think, he yeah it's lonely and he didn't think about that at all he was just thinking about how much he loved her you it's know, sad so, it's sad did you have any more no ma'am okay yeah that was my last one
0: now we're getting to my favorite part the ceremony of yeah. ratings and rankings yes, yes. we're finally so here nice. I'm excited. Well, we'll see. We may have an update next episode on this. One. Oh my god. Where is it at right now? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the red
1: sleeve is in the number five spot. Ooh. Of wow. my list. So it broke oh the gosh. top five.
0: Yes. Broke Wait, the top what five. is below and above that? Um, right above now. is uh Vincenzo and oh, okay, okay.
1: below is it's okay not to be okay.
0: I was cushioned very well.
1: Yeah, so it's okay to not be okay was originally number five.
0: Yeah, wow. so it's in the number five spot. Um, overall,
1: it was beautifully done, beautifully filmed. The the makeup, the the costumes, the everything. It was beautiful. Um, the acting was incredible. They illustrated this tragic romance in such a beautiful way. Like you could feel the longing, you could feel the desperation, you could feel like the mm-hmm. conflict. Um, mm-hmm. between like, yes, I love him, but also I'm giving up my entire life. You know, like you could just feel all of those things and mm-hmm. you could see like the beauty and the pain and all of it. Um, the cast, amazing, like June Ho. I need to see every show he's in. Like I Rain or Shine Ooh. is like I did needs to be like the next show. Like I'm watching once I watch yes. all the shows are on my in progress list. But yeah, I he, <laughs> yep, he's great. Like there it was it was everything. It was such an amazing show. Like like yes like we have our hot takes and stuff like that but honestly it's like for me it's like it was near a good perfect show. like it was great it was like show. amazing like it deserves like all the high ratings it deserved all the high yeah. um yeah amazing cast it was just great
0: yep and that says a lot coming from Naz because she, this is the first historical drama that she liked mm-hmm. um and a historical drama that she watched in entirety for a little while because you watched 100 days my prince but
1: yeah
0: yeah mm. <laughs> The power of Juno So on my yes. list is number <laughs> on my list is number nine. Above it is it's okay to mm-hmm. not be okay. And then below it is Yumi's. Mm-hmm. Um I like I mentioned a little bit before, I would have loved to have known like if I wasn't reading the novel while I was watching this, if it would have been higher. Mm-hmm. But also, y'all, I've watched I don't even know how many historical dramas. I wanna say like almost ten. So my historical drama, like, I don't know preferences are like cert certain type of way and then like the whole fairy thing I didn't really like in the beginning yeah. but the performances like you said were good the cinematography was bomb so it's in the top 10s it definitely was good but it's not yes. in my top 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 toppity top tops um, yes <laughs> but yeah I loved it I loved it so much mm-hmm.
1: yeah. yes. oh my gosh
0: we did it we We did it it.
1: yes we did the the red sleeve so yeah like let us know what you guys think about this show um Mm -hmm. we loved it we're sure you loved it too but let us know what you thought about show what were your qualms about it what did you love about it
0: definitely Um, let us know
1: but yeah do you love junho as much as we do let us know so yeah yes
0: yay yeah. of course like i always say follow us on our social media accounts tiktok and instagram at soul sisters pod as well as leave us five stars also let us know shoot us a dm do you like these long reviews let us know how you feeling um and again just thank you for listening
1: <laughs> yes thank you so much for listening once again see you next time bye, bye.